This is The Silent Sounds, a community of independent artists, songwriters, and producers coming together to support one another and talk about the process of making art in today's society. Providing a platform for voices that deserve to be heard, I'm Cody J, and this is The Silent Sounds. All right, all right, Cody J here with The Silent Sounds, interviewing a good friend of mine, an incredible songwriter, Melody King, catchy lyrics. He's just got it all. He's got it going. His name is Evan Blum. He's here with us today talking about his new song. How's it going, Evan? Yeah, what's up, Cody J? I'm doing good, man. Nice. Well, I'm glad you're here. It's July 1st. It looks like you just released a new song. Um, tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, well, the song is called Love Me Up Close. I'm super pumped about it. I did it with my collaborator and good friend, Ben Darwish, who's a uh, you know, a great piano player and a great writer. And we wrote it together, initially kind of inspired by the whole millennials take on human connection these days. It's like a lot of times you don't really get to ever meet somebody face to face. Like you have all these like weird, like quasi friendships through like a screen. And it's like, what the fuck is this? And it's like, are we actually friends? And it's like, it's it's that it's that moment in your life where you're like, all right, like this is enough. Like we need to meet face to face. We need to have like a real human connection. So that's what the song is kind of asking and begging for in the chorus. And that's what the song's about, is like making a real human connection with somebody. So do you think, you kind of feel like that's what's going on in society right now, and, and you think maybe through music that you can reach people in a different way? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, I in no way like want to like down anybody that like you know loves their instagram app or loves to connect through social media because it's the kind of the greatest thing ever and i'm obsessed with instagram stories like everybody else but it's just like a reflection on how i feel it's you know it's been happening in my life sometimes with some people that like, i've been meaning to get together with and just like overall just the kind of shift of the culture to a, a much more screen interaction culture more so than like face to face like you know and like i think I think all, it'd be healthy for anyone to go live in an Amish community and like churn butter for like a week. I feel like yeah. it'd probably be good for a lot of people, especially people that are in LA, like pursuing artist careers, promoting their stuff and just always like filming themselves. So, right. you know, like, yeah, so I'm just kind of coming at it from both sides. I think you should write a song called Churning Butter. Yes, that's my next single drop in next month. Look out. For oh, it. shoot. I gave it away. Oh, uh, sorry, man. It's okay. It's okay. I, I forgive you. I still love you. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Um, so I know, uh, you know, we used to do some stuff together. We were writing some songs and I always thought that you had really good intuition and you kind of just went with what you were feeling. So like, can you talk to me just a little bit and, and the people who are listening about what your songwriting process is and, and maybe what inspired this particular song? Do, do you base your, your stuff off of what's going on in your life or, or a concept or like a f sentence that you hear in passing? What's, what's kind of your process and inspiration? My main motto is like, you can't write a song about a life you're not living. You can always like, you know, come into a session and write a song for somebody else and kind of step into their shoes. But the best way to write music is to go out into the world and interact with people and get hurt and feel emotional and feel like you don't belong in a certain room anything kind of when I'm going through my life I'm just constantly having like little sentences or phrases or topics kind of pop into my head I'm like oh that's a good idea for a song I remember like um, I was talking with a friend and this person kept saying I miss you I miss you 
And I was like, yeah, but you don't, you don't want to like love me up close. Like what? I don't know. So that was kind of inspired by it and in my head. And so I generally am always, always thinking of a concept. A concept for me is pretty much uh, crucial for any song. And that's what usually always inspires me. And then I'll generally come up with a melody and the lyric at the same time. Like once I have the concept, I kind of usually maybe sing that exact title. And it's generally usually like a chorus first and then I'll build around it. So for okay. that, for this one, it was the same thing. And then I brought it to a collaborator and I showed him just like a little snippet of the idea. Like I had that, you know, love me up close, love me up close, not through the phone, not through the phone. And I had that part right. and then oh, we kind of went from there. Love me up close, love me up close, not through the phone, not through the phone. If so that actually tried, uh, reminds me know. of something could I wanted to talk to you about anyway, which is a perfect segue. What I really like about your songwriting and your style is that it's it's simple, but it's not simple in a rudimentary way. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, like, yeah. You keep things simple because sometimes with the crazy lifestyle that we all have, I think simplicity is good and people kind of need that. They need the clear message right in front of them. And I think you're really good at that. Do you do that intentionally or do you find yourself just kind of gravitating towards that as you're writing? Probably a little bit of both. I mean, I'm not a really, I'm not one of these like Berkeley trained uh, musicians. Like, I'm really not an amazing guitar player, not an amazing piano player. There's nothing inherently virtuosic about any of my musicianship. And I've always been attracted to really simple, almost nursery rhyme type music, like the Beatles, kind of like, you know, we all live in a yellow submarine, yellow submarine. Just like that kind of stuff has always fascinated me where it's just so rudimentary. Like even that Kyle song with Lil Yachty where it's like, I spy with my little eye. A girly I can get cause she don't get too many likes A curly had a cutie I could turn into my wife Wait that means forever ever or never mind Oh I So I mean I've always been attracted to really simple anthemic melodic music and to be honest, I'm not very good at making anything else. So it's mostly got a necessity, <laughs> like a terribly not a complex musician and a complex thinker. Like I really liked simple thoughts. And, you know, like when I teach people guitar, like I've been a guitar teacher for a long time, like I've always valued teachers who can put things really simply and really concisely and still have it kind of pack a punch. And so like, that's what I'm all about in my music. I don't, I don't really make music that's like super deep and symbolic. I'm really saying what I mean and I mean what I say. And you kind of know what my song's about when you listen to it. It's not like, oh, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Right. Radiohead will have music where it's like, there's a Radiohead song where he goes like, "Yesterday I woke up sucking on a lemon." Have you heard of this? Have you heard this song? I have. And yeah, everything in its right place. And like, I love that stuff. But like, I just feel like for me, like, <laughs> I like just really kind of like have a song that you're like, okay, like, th- like I feel this guy. Like, I'm going through this in my real life, yeah. and have it be more relatable. Like, I'm making music for the everyday man and woman. Like, I'm not making stuff for the art student generally. I feel. If you wanna be a big star. Big star. If you wanna be in movies, if you wanna drive a fast car, hey, you better listen to me. Ain't nobody gonna find you till you find your way. Allow me to remind you that you were born to say. Yeah, like I'm not making music. I'm not making music for like music snobs, and I'm not making music to like try to impress other musicians i'm making music for like the everyday person you know now, did I, you start out that way or did it take some time for you to kind of just say fuck it i don't care i'm gonna make music because i like it 
Um, well, I started out, um, you know, it's always a weird process when you become a songwriter, as you probably know, like how long until you start taking it a little bit more seriously, because it can be a little bit like, oh, this is just a hobby. And it took me maybe a couple years before I was like, okay, like I'm, this is it. I feel like I have a really special knack for this. And I feel like people are responding and I want to commit my life to this. Like it took me a couple years for a while. Like I, I just felt cheesy even saying it like, yeah, I'm a songwriter. But now like finally feel like I've stepped into a place where I can feel comfortable in my skin saying that because I felt insecure about it for a long time. I'm like, I can look somebody in the eyes and be like, yes, I'm a songwriter. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm best at. That's what I'm most passionate about. And uh, yeah. I'm not sure that answered your question. But yeah. No, it totally did, man. Because I feel like everybody has a different process and they all have different backgrounds that lead them to make the music they make, you know? And at the end of the day, you are releasing it to the world and and you're asking for that feedback, whether you are directly or indirectly, you know? And so it right. it's it's interesting how much, you know, we let critics or we let the, the negative comments or even, even sometimes lack of response is just as bad as a bad one. Because it's like, oh, well... Yeah. Did they like it? Did they not like it? And, you know, it's hard to not let that affect your process and your motivation. So totally. Yeah. I'd rather get I'd rather get hate any day of the week than 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 a non response. Like (laughs) like music for me is like I'd rather have somebody fucking respond in any way. Like I hate that. That's the worst thing I ever heard. Rather than like a lukewarm, like no response. That just yeah, that's like the opposite of what I think art should do. Like art, good art always elicks a visceral response always in, yeah. in my opinion absolutely man. Like, like like really good art you know yeah that's a quote you should remember that okay yeah well luckily are, are we recording this <laughs> yeah we're recording this well there you go this is there gonna go, go live man yeah so um talk to me about collaborations how often do you write by yourself or do you collaborate with other people do you think it's really important to do that um you know for those people who are out there writing songs by themselves what's what's your what's your take on that yeah, I mean, I've been collaborating since the very first time I started writing, and I think it's absolutely 100% essential because you end up just filling so many gaps artistically with the other person. Now, that being said, I think there is a merit to doing things 100% on your own and just knowing deep, deep down you could do that. So on this next um, batch of songs that I just released three from, Cool Ambassador, Famous, and One Second, um, I just came out with three songs before this one, and all three of those That's songs awesome. I wrote and fully produced 100% on my own. And that was the first time I've actually released music like that. So I was like feeling so proud of that. You're touching me. Can I love you just for one second? Can I love you just for one second? Can I touch you just for one second? For a long time, like as a writer, if you don't produce, like you have to call these people and you have to rely on people and like a lot of them are assholes and they don't return your call and like they don't even want to work on your stuff. And then you feel like like you're an inconvenience to them like because when you want to work and like right. there's nothing better than like having the ability to work on your stuff when you want to work on your stuff and not having to answer anybody and not having somebody over your shoulder or like having to be over someone's shoulder to like get what you want, like getting to be alone in that creative space. There's something really special about that. And there's also something really special about putting your head together with another person and like sharing that totally. emotional, vulnerable side of yourself and being like, all right, like this is what I'm going through. Like, you sh- can you help me like realize this emotion into a song? That's also amazing. And also it's a lot more, it's a lot more fun. It's a lot more fun when you have success with a song to have it like with somebody else because then you can like go out and get drinks or something. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> Not partying by yeah. yourself in your room. Like, oh yeah. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Because <laughs> then you have to like, 
hit up your friends and be like, hey, like my song did well. And they're like, oh, great. They're like, cool, like, man. Happy for you. <laughs> they're like, yeah, like, let me finish this episode real quick and then I'll call you back. Right. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm watching Westworld right now. Uh, can I call you back? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No Have problem. you been watching that, by yeah, the way? It's, it's a fantastic it, show. No, I actually, no, I, I, I just, I, I don't really watch any TV, only, only YouTube. Oh, okay. Well, the Silent Sounds were sponsored by Westworld, so I had to say that. Okay, no, yeah, Westworld sounds great. Well, check out Westworld, everybody. Yeah, I'm just kidding, yeah. But I wish, one day. <laughs> yeah, one day. Um, all right, man, last, uh, right before we let you go, does what's this year or the next couple of months have in store for you? Are you doing any tours? Um, I know you got some more music that's, that's coming out. Any music videos? What's, what's on the docket for people to look for and expect from you? So on the docket is I'm like, you know, just constantly kind of a workaholic. So I got new music coming out all the time. Every month it's going to be coming out. Um, and it's going to be coming at you at breakneck speed and breakneck quality if I can help it. So I'm going to keep doing that. And eventually it's all going to be leading up to an album. I'm not going to say the title or anything yet, but I've got some awesome stuff in store. And, you know, you can always count on the songs all killer, no filler. You know, like I'm not going to release a song <laughs> that I think is not a potential hit song. I mean, yeah. Why not? I mean, and I'm always going to be emotional. I'm always going to be real. And I'm always going to be sincere in my writing and, and put my all into it. So, um, yeah. That's I'm why you're here, man. That. That's why I wanted to talk to you. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, I think you've said at least three different sentences that could be album titles just in this interview. Really? Yes. I'm going to go back and I'm going to find them and let you know because you all, what is you something, something filler? All killer, no filler. Dude, right there. Well, that's, a, <laughs> that's actually a Sum 41 uh, album. But that, but that should be my album too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, you got, I, I have this theory. I have this theory that in music, like once ten years pass, you can recycle ideas because the fans of whoever that album was have kind of grown up. And if you mm. put out music now, you're kind of like marketing to probably like a newer audience. <laughs> so like, I feel like every idea, like every ten years, they'll recycle like, like the exact same idea. I think that's great. So or even all killer, no filler, coming at you. Yeah, my next song is going to be called Yellow Submarine. Oh, there you go, dog. Yeah, a six, <laughs> 60 years is definitely enough time. I think so. All right, man. Well, let's do a sign-off. Uh, tell people how they can find you, what your social media is. Uh, do, do your thing. Awesome, man. Well, you can find me you know, pretty much anywhere on the internet. You know, If you guys use the internet, I'm not sure where you guys are located, but internet's great. Just Google my name, Evan Blum, E-V-A-N-B-L-U-M. You can find me on YouTube, on Facebook page at Evan Blum Music. Or on Instagram at Evan Blum Music. So yeah, come find me and come say hi. Awesome, man. Well, thanks so much for being here. I look forward to hearing your song. I'm going to stream it right now. And everyone else should too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stream the new song, Love Me Up Close, written with Love my good friend close. Ben Darwish. It's a banger. I think that you'll really like it. And after you listen to it, go ahead and, you know, go meet up with your grandma face to face. Say hi. Yeah. Buy her some buy her some. Dip. Yeah. Buy, buy her a scone. Scone. <laughs> yeah, nothing says warmth like a scone. Except when it's stale. Buy her a warm, but buy her a warm, fresh scone. There you go. There you go. <laughs> all right, for all you scone lovers out there, that was Evan Blum talking about his new song, Love Me Up Close. If you'd like to be part of our community here at The Silent Sounds, feel free to reach out to us. And if you'd like to listen to the artists that we've been interviewing, you can check out The Silent Sounds playlist on Spotify. Thanks for listening. I'm Cody J. See you next time.